Yeah, so mostly just like uh, candid uh, information. That, have you met Ojas? Ojas la beta sani? Yeah, yeah, I've met uh, met him a few times. Yes, I know him well. Yeah. Big uh, the, the is a future of lifting, right? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Debatable is it? फ्यूचर तो अब सब हम सब फ्यूचर हो रही वर्ष तीन वर्ष फरक हो इज इट अव जेनरेशन और तिम्रो नेपाली अनि नेपालीहरुले इंग्लिश त शुडन्ट बी अ प्रब्लम राइट राइट दैट्स गुड या तपाईको कति या या जस्ट द थ्री अफ अस इल बी मोस्टली यू एन्ड मी एन्ड ओजस विल बी आस्किंग अ फ्यू क्वेशंस हियर एन्ड देयर बट उसको इंटरनेट सीम्स टु बी नॉट वर्किंग हाउ इज योर कंपटीशन थिंग कमिंग अप एनीथिंग एनीथिंग न्यू हैपनिंग त्यस्तो कंपटीशन अब इट्स इट्स बीन सो लंग दैट आई हैवन कंपीटेड अब I don't know because travel pani restricted it's still it's not as convenient ani hmm. yeah it's not as convenient so I don't know I haven't planned anything but uh, just travel as in because the only place you would really compete it is in Thailand yeah so I was thinking I'll change my nation now that uh, my studies and everything's over at hmm. Thailand so I'll probably uh, do Hong Kong now because it's easier for uh, me through Hong Kong yeah How do you how do you get in? How would you be allowed to get in? There is some sort of is it like an open from any country or no 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 some sort of a thing over there. So generally, say uh, so generally, say what do you say? So generally, say you either have to be a permanent resident like Nagarikta sort right. of thing ID card. So right. me, say I have the Hong Kong ID. So my uh, grand grandparents so no were from Uttar. Oh no problem. Right. Yeah, only this part. And how is the lifting standard over there? It's not that good, <laughs> so I I should be. And as compared to Thailand? No, Thailand is better than uh, Hong Kong. I think so. Well, it's eh? a good thing. It's a good thing for you if it's not good, right? Yes, but Hong Kong match. Yeah. Ekdi zana chay chhal like ekdam high level lifters, but Thailand right. across board they're pretty good. Right. So in Thailand, is it mostly outsiders or just people from Thailand? So it's mostly like Thailand. They have a lot of expats. So yeah. a lot of expats, uh, because if you have like a visa longer than eighteen months, you can compete there. Mm. So yeah, so before I had that visa, so I was able to compete, but I my little short day banana because of obvious obvious reasons. Right. So I didn't continue right. with the course and everything. So tio boy, rache apa aligati. Phir apa Hong Kong route ne might as well do that because Nepal ma. रूट नहीं था ना टू गो इंटरनेशनल कंपटीशन था ना अन्य हांगकांग दैट वुड बी अ ह्यूजर लार्जर प्लेटफॉर्म दैट बट दैट वोंट कंबाइन विद चाइना एट ऑल राइट इट्स जस्ट जस्ट या सो फार नो चाइना बट मेबी अब द वर्ल्ड लाइक किकी गोर राजा नहीं चाइना हांगकांग ऑल दोस थिंग्स सो बन नहीं बन नहीं सकते ना 
ยังไม่ได้ดูเบ็กซิตี้อ่ะเมสเซฟซิตี้เยอะเดฟก็เดฟก็เรียลลี่กูดสตรองแมนอันนี้เดฟก็บอดี้บิลเดอร์สบัต
you know, especially starting from the times when it all started. Now there's powerlifting is such a popular sport in Nepal now. You know, yeah, everyone wants to really yeah. big. Yeah, so I th- so I think we can uh, start on this uh, tangent, like how uh, powerlifting, like was like suru suru mata. I don't. I don't even knew I was strong. I know Malathapani then I was strong. So <laughs> so I basically I just went to pump and then uh, I competed and then I won. Yeah. I know. Anitya Bhayo. Anitya what happened was and then uh, you messaged me on Instagram. I remember yeah. then. Hey, do you remember yeah. those days? I remember. Yeah. No, but did I message you before the competition? No, no, no. So there was like a small uh, there was like a small what do you say? Uh, a small competition at pump so it was basically like a dinner where you would uh, yeah. eat and you know have fun but they also put a little uh, powerlifting competition so i competed and i had posted a video online and then uh, you probably saw it somewhere ah that was a different one prior yeah. to the one ah okay okay got it yes yes i remember that i remember yeah. that yeah yes, so remember. then you I messaged remember. me and any I was strong but then you messaged me and then I checked out your profile and I was like holy shit who's this guy <laughs> Nepali Okio like but you were pretty much uh, I think around Birganj at the time like Birganj Matawali yes. training we did all around and you also went to the gym that I went to Shapes Thata yes yes I went yeah. there for a few seconds I was yeah and then I was like shit what's the ball is all those things and then we pretty much kicked off from there yeah, and it was quite unexpected how you came to that event, you know, the, the powerlifting, uh, the one in pump. Yeah, so Tespotsitia, I think they did like the first pump competition. So they, they had a competition before that, which I just went and did whatever. And uh, Tespotsitia competition, and then you were there as well. And then that's yeah. where we met uh, for the first yes, time. And then you met Sushant, Sushant Dayo as well there. So, yeah. so at this time you had already been competing for a long time, or you were already sort of like a, a veteran veteran lifter at the time, right? So, what was it? Do if you remember how was it at the time, like in terms of training? We started off. No, no. Uh, in terms of how oh. your training came through. Oh uh, well, it basically, you know, so my pursuit it started long back. You know, uh, it basically started from a few sports as well. Uh, you just asking me casually or we yeah casually yeah yeah uh, we're, oh, okay. we're rolling but uh we can answer it all right okay yeah okay, i didn't realize that uh, anyway so yeah that, for me it started uh, quite some time back you know uh just like anyone just as a young younger bloke you know still young but you know not younger bloke and uh different sports uh we had to play uh we had to do wrestling and the circle cover tea at the at our institution at our gurudwara and then you know the guys over there were very strong. So in order to compete with them, uh, you know, uh, we had to go through this intense training. And one of the sports which would really help into that is just like, you know, playing rugby. You've got to be really strong. You need to have all the stamina and the strength. So just like that, you know, you need to have some sort of strength uh, lifts in there to get yourself stronger. So mm-hmm. one of the basic ones for strength training is Still powerlifting, you know, mm-hmm. never get away with bench, dead in uh, squats. So, uh, yeah, that is how we sort of got into it, you know, got into a gym, started learning how to do those uh, those, those moments, try to perfect it as possible, as much as possible. And, yeah, just upped our lifts as well. 
So, um, and then, you know, there came a novice competition, competed in that, few other competition, you know, within the, uh, within the gym and then outside the gym, amongst the gym. Mind you, back, back in those days, you know, it wasn't uh, very popular itself in New Zealand too. That is where I was based. And, uh, but then, you know, the community got together. There was Kepo, uh, was one of the uh, um, federations which would look after a lot of powerlifting. And, yeah, just one thing after the other from there. And then the gym which I used to train at uh, was primarily based on all strength. So you, we used to have powerlifting plus uh, strongman events over there, you know. Yeah. And they had all these equipments for power, for strength training, you know, farmer's walk, all sorts of things. And, uh, yeah, we, we tried a bit of that as well, uh, just the whole community, the whole group of friends. And that, mm. is how, that is how it all started. Yeah, so this was long time back because raw powerlifting, the popular in the world name back open, it's not even, it's probably been a decade or so. Yes, that's correct. That's yeah, correct. and then yeah. Nepal Mata, like nobody knew what powerlifting was. I didn't know what powerlifting was until uh, until very late. But I knew powerlifting. I so basically I just thought it was maxing out. So go ahead and like Ujjal Dine Jati Saksa, and then it's the same story with everyone. Same yeah. Story with everyone. So I thought they were powerlifting and competition call. I didn't know we had to prep all those things. <laughs> so I was just. Yeah, so I was like, okay, strong, and then goyo utaldeo, and whatever happened happened, sort of a thing. And then uh, the first pump ma where we met, you also came to compete, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was uh, invited by Ashish Ji, you know, just to come and have a look, and if I feel like I can compete as well. So yeah. I just went in there openly just to see, you get a feel of it, you know, see how it all goes, and then just got dragged into or you know felt tempted to left. It's mm-hmm. very, it's a very difficult uh, feeling for someone, you know, who's into lifting to stop mm-hmm. him from, you know, uh, getting into it. So as soon as you see the weights, you just want to lift him. So that's yeah. how it Yeah, I remember like you, and then uh, they uh, made you a guest lifter because like you, you yes. were so, so ahead of the time <laughs> at the time. Like I think I was uh, strong, but not as ha- half as, as strong as you at the time. <laughs> You've always been strong. <laughs> so, I mean, it's all according to the body weight, you know. So I was heavier as well. Yeah. Do you remember how much you weighed? Maybe around 100 at the time, right? You were really big. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Always been around, uh, you know, um, I think uh, that time I was pretty much always been around between 97 to 100. Yeah. Um, 101 at the max. That's yeah. pretty much about it. Yeah, yeah. shit. At the time, like, what the... I... You looked really, really, really big at the time. And I was like really skinny and tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that, yes. Yes. Mota probably got it 80 at at the most? Yes, I would say so. I would yeah. say so. Yes. I think I think around 80 and then... Uh, but Mota, I was like, at the time, I was really fascinated. Okay, like, how do you do things? Uh, powerlifting, yeah. and I was always like... I wanted to learn more, because I had no nobody else. Like, I didn't know what to look into. So at the time, I really uh, looked up to you. I, I still look up to you as a mentor and everything in life. But uh, like, even more so in terms of powerlifting, yeah, because I had no idea. And then I wanted to get stronger, but I didn't know how. So I would ask you so many questions. <laughs> I don't know, probably silly <laughs> at the time. <laughs> 
and then uh, that's how we uh, kicked things off. Ani Tespati, I think I remember that we uh, went to uh, some gym to train as well, and then you had uh, your crazy workout. So more of pranish ayatani. Do you remember? Yes, I remember that. Yeah, we were going to different gyms, you know, and yeah. crazy workouts. I think our <laughs> workouts would last around what three to four hours. Yeah, and then uh, we just do all complete strength training for a couple of hours, and then after that, there was a lot of conditioning and different all sorts of things. I think that just made every one of us stronger, right? Yeah. Yeah, mentally so much so as like physically, the bayale mentally, but it was really really brutal. Uh, I, I yeah I remember one time we got a friend as well Ashe do you remember him? Oh Ashe Ashe yeah 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 <laughs> we got him and then he was like he was he, physically I don't know but mentally he was knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was that was when you realized you know what how much you're capable of. Yeah, if you haven't done that, you know, you would have still have thought, oh, let's cut short of what I'm doing at the moment. But you know, having to go all this while and lasting it, you know, surviving it, uh, meant you know that we have that sort of a capability. So it was very good sort of a mental boost, I would say. Yes, Tapala Yatsa, like what type of workouts uh, you would make us do, just for context. Yeah. <laughs> I remember all sorts of there's a lot of. Farmer walks, you know, and then farmer walks, and someone would pull you from behind, and um, various different uh, variations of squats, uh, crazy exercises. You know, just doesn't come to the top of my head right now. Yeah. But um, I, I do sometimes see, you know, on my phone, it's pretty much saved all those workouts we would do, and uh, it really helped. It really helped, you know. And then the the thing was, you know, after we had gone past two hours. You felt more pumped to do more yeah. and more. The yeah. workout never seemed to end, you know, unless yeah. an uncle would say, "Oh, we had an appointment, this or that," or skip the appointment. <laughs> you know, let's just carry on. And I think there was one, a couple of instances when we even went past five hours, you know, around five hours. <laughs> yeah, so that, was, that yeah. was crazy. I remember. So it just means that you know, it just means that you know, it's it's not just one hour or two hour, you know, which is everyone says, "Oh, you get well." What do you call? It? If you look at the science behind it, yes, anything over one or two hours is just too much, and you just think, um, you know, it's just sort of a downhill. But then again, you know, mentally, you think you can do it. Yeah. So that is more. Yeah. So do well, I go training or say now I can't. I don't think I can do it anymore <laughs> because we're like so <laughs> in the structure of things and thing. But do well, I go say like I don't know what. I just wanted to get stronger, and I thought that was the key. Like this, sir, you know, train going to Barca or like, or maybe, and, and I'm sure it helps a lot as well. Like mentally, the unbreakable one. So like you're doing ten sets of squats and then you're doing bench press with like a with chains and everything. Followed it with push-ups and then overhead press, arms sets for like ten minutes straight. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, where it all came from uh, is basically just getting yourself stronger. Yeah. So. So if you look at powerlifting, that is typically a sport. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like playing soccer or cricket, baseball, any other sport where mm-hmm. you just do do those particular things and you get better at it. Whereas you know, just overall strength in the body, every part, every move, sort of a thing, makes you feel even better, sort of a thing. You know, yeah. Um, it's like you know, if you can uh, bench press a lot, you should mm-hmm. be able to do a lot of push-ups as well, mm-hmm. or dumbbell presses as well at the same time. So. 
that overall sort of movement somewhere along the line helps. Mm-hmm. But if you know you're you're nearing to a competition where it's more sport specific, it's just best to stick to you know those percentages or whatever what you're doing at the moment. You know those mm-hmm. are the best things. Yeah. So yeah. even yeah. at the time, I would try to learn about uh, percentages and like you know tapering for a competition and uh, all those things. So I think. Tiobelapani, I would ask you for a lot of advice. Like, what do you think I should do? So I'm having a yeah. problem here. I'm having a problem there. All those things, and you would be uh, down to help with whatever you could. Yes, yes. <laughs> always still there, you know, for anything. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean that is that is what we've learned in powerlifting as well because uh, the school which I came from, not the real school, but school mm-hmm. as in the school, gym we came from, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, you had all the hard. People in there, you know, very rough people in there, but very helpful, very down to earth. They would help you with all the question answer. You know, they would uh, love to see you doing well. Uh, there wasn't so much of, a, I mean, there was a competition as to who wins, but then they always had this thing at the back of their head that you know we've got to support him, then do even better sort of yeah. thing. I don't know for what reason, but that's pretty much what I've learned, and it just makes you so much into the sports more. You know, yeah. you respect the sport. Whereas you know, whereas you are sort of fighting over this and that sort of a thing, so it's a different experience altogether. Yeah, I think I've noticed that in powerlifting, especially overseas, uh, is that everybody is there for everyone, sort of a thing. So banale, like I've seen guys come to the gym, uh, come to the competition, and they have lit- like no idea what they're getting into. Like they registered for the meet, and then uh, they're down, but. Uh, but then like there are champions there you don't even realize that they're like such an elite level lifter there but then they're helping uh, small little guys to warm up and then you know have them uh, select their attempts for them and uh, borrowing equipment and all those things so i think tapai uh, lebani initially like i've seen it later but then initially now that i think of it like you were sort of at that stage and then you were helping uh, the other kids around <laughs> giving their belt and wrist wraps and wraps or helping us select uh, attempts and all those things so yeah powerlifting could say that's uh, that's the beauty of the sport i guess yeah yeah it's because you know the stronger you are the more confident you are about yourself yeah and you just want to help everyone you know so you don't you're not into that sort of a scenario where you wanting to fight with everyone it just it just looks like a small picture, so but you just look at the bigger picture sort of a thing. So you know, yeah, so I think matter. yeah, powerlifting might say, uh, but also like Mota Bayaleo, like I think you, you, I'm the first first. I think after you, I'm the first guy uh, to pretty much do powerlifting in Nepal, man. <laughs> yes, I would, I yeah. would say so. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Tapai, you know, I was going to that competition and pump. <laughs> it was good fun, you know. Yeah. We were supporting each other. I saw you all of a sudden. Now we're competing, okay? Yeah. And then you know you, you sort of uh, did really well in there, uh, first position, and then you know it was a good experience altogether. Yeah. Tapai say like, did you compete in many meets before that? Like, had you competed? How was it? Numbers or the other balako? Yes, I had competed in quite a few, which was. Uh, quite some time back and mm-hmm. um, yeah started off with the novice lifting you know we were mm-hmm. just trying to get stronger at the gym mm-hmm. and then the gym organized something and also we do this for the novice lifters and you know just a newbie sort of a thing and I did really well in that and then after that we would compete with the other gym mind you no one knew about powerlifting back then and there as well mm-hmm. and then just with uh, different uh, gyms 
um, and then uh, they had the so-called nationals at the same time. So competed mm-hmm. in that, uh, did fairly well. So yeah, it's just been uh, quite a few competitions, uh, not one which I can particularly particularly call out, but yeah, just uh, probably five five or six sort of competitions if you include the novice lifting as well, oh. which is more of an house gym thing. Yeah, do you remember your numbers from that time? Um, it varied. It varied. I think I did went up to uh, uh, for the squat. I went up to around uh, two forty-five, mm-hmm. uh, and for uh, bench it was uh, one fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the deadlift it was uh, around two sixty, sort of a thing. Yeah. So I think. these numbers it's these numbers would still i think win a lot of ca- categories here abo if i'm not there and if mohit isn't there <laughs> then these numbers these numbers are this this number is still like the best number that you can do in nepal even now yeah i mean it, back in those days they were the ultimate numbers you know yeah, but now it's shit. become competitive a lot of people are doing it there is a lot of things behind it technology behind it you know Yeah. ways to do it there is lot of professionalism behind it a uh, lot of mentors behind it techniques so all we knew back then was i mean i would like i said our gym was very rough and all it said was if you're if you're strong you can lift it if yeah. you're not strong you won't be able to lift it it was that rough yeah. they would not tell you you know you've got the technique wrong right this and that <laughs> they just say whether you're you're good or you're not good you know whether you're good or you're sucks sort of a thing you know yeah, <laughs> that's how it was so it was fairly rough so you just go in there and you just left you know it was all about yeah. just it was part lifting but it wasn't all Hard that organized yeah it was it wasn't all that organized of this you know you lifting from you know your knee break or you got to do the hip break or you know uh, these sort of uh, tiny little elements in there you know it was just about just being strong and lift So yeah. our gym, I remember, you know, it had this sort of a, uh, what do you call proverb or phrase in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big is not strong. Strong is strong. So just oh. shut up and the F word, just lift heavy. Sort of a thing, you know. Oh shit! There was all graffiti all over the place. They so shit. you would just go in yeah. there and just lift, lift, sort of a thing. Yeah, know? like so. to think about it. So to think about somebody doing numbers like this. Seven, eight, nine years ago, it, it's. It, I think at the time it was, Teta. I wish I could understand at the time what it what it really meant because for me at the time, I I thought like in a few years I'll be able to do you know two fifty squat and whatever, <laughs> but I didn't realize how how hard and how difficult it is actually to achieve these numbers uh, in exactly. real time. And then from what you said, I think Mopani, I really agree to the term now. Now everything is modernized and evidence based and all those things. But I always tell my boys, okay, in powerlifting, there's only one rule and there's only one thing that happens. It, it, there's only one thing. There's only one rule and that's to be strong, right? And if you missed a lift, it's not because of anything else. It's not because of <laughs> your... programming incorrect or your technique and your uh, equipment all the things it's simply you're not strong enough for the lift <laughs> at that very that's how it is. yeah that's, that's how it is you know so that is when you think you got to go back and come back again come out stronger you know so yeah uh, 
core thing, you know, you can look at 10 million forms of this form is here, that would give a wee bit of a leverage, no doubt, you know, it would mm-hmm, benefit. Mm-hmm. But then again, uh, a move, move like deadlift, you know, uh, there is only so much you can do in terms of technique. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially, can, especially conventional deadlift, it's all brute power only. It's all power, it's all power, you know, and uh, so yeah, that that is uh, how it is, you know, with strength. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, podcast, <laughs> I forgot to like, you know, get into the details of the podcast, <laughs> all those things, right. because we got into the conversation super, yeah, yeah, su- super duper in. And then we'll start from, I think, uh, a point where it starts to get a bit interesting. But anyways, guys, <laughs> uh, 30 minutes into and then we're just introducing our guest. Obviously, Mr. Jack Singh. And this is episode number nine uh, of the Oxygen podcast. And uh, thank you guys so much for being in the podcast and it means a lot Ma- malta like i was a bit skeptical about uh you know uh, because we're such a uh, small channel and it's <laughs> and that is like really really busy type <laughs> but thank you dai for being here uh, no problem it's a total pleasure you know i chat chat with you all the time so yeah like but also i mean like we're I later like it's been such a long time. I mean, uh like we haven't spoken or sat down to talk about uh, so many things. Pila pila like we would meet uh, quite often, and now uh, a little busier side my sani both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say you know initially when we sort of start first started interacting, so it was all about powerlifting, and then you know you would have tons of questions. I would have tons to add to it. We, yeah. you know, we would put things together. <clears throat> but then um, you picked up the game very well. You know, you got all the expertise through your research and, you know, just becoming very global sort of a thing. So I thought, you know, this, this is the time he sort of does things on his end sort of a thing. Yeah. I had my bit of a part where I thought, you know, okay, I need to be there. Whatever guidance, little guidance yeah. I can provide, I've got yeah. to be there for that. But then, you know, once I realized that, you know, now you're developing your own sort of a thing. We just let it let it flow by, and that is how it's meant to be, you know. Because I could not be equipped with hundred percent sort of an information for you, and I just yeah. gotta tell myself, hey, this is what I can offer. Well, not in that sort of way, but you know, this is what I can offer, and this is the uh, sort of knowledge I have, and I'll help you with that. You know, mm-hmm. if you need to go an extra age, extra mile sort of thing, you need to branch out a little more sort of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, Mera first coach, Amitoj. Do you remember Amitoj? Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. so I, so I think... You wanted to use right? Yeah, so I think... How did we get linked with him? Like, you introduced me to him or something at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So, he's been a... He's been a friend. And, uh, I mean, he was big in lifting. Uh, back in those days, I think his, his passions have... Well, sidetracked a bit, but he was big at lifting those days. And... Uh, so we would, uh, me and you would talk about lifts, this and that. Okay, this is what we do. This is what, uh, this is the thing which will get you here. But he was more equipped with the technical knowledge as in, you know, percentage programming and a lot of other yeah. things. As I said, uh, since you're getting into a competition, he might be able to give us an upper hand with all those sort yeah. of things. And that is where I uh, told him, you know, hey, we've got yeah. a very strong boy called Tyson. And, you know, yeah. he's on fire currently. 
you need to, you know, divert his, you know, fierceness into something very productive and good. And yeah. I think that is when uh, you guys just, you know, started talking. Yeah. And he had set some programs for you. Yeah. And then you completed as well after that. So I think yeah. it went quite well. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's, there is no one information solution for everything or every one. Mm -hmm. You've got to pick up on all the bits and bobs, join them together, mm -hmm. and see, you know, what is working. So I think that's pretty much what you did as well. Yeah. With him as well, like I, I was able to make progress a lot. But Ali got the different thing, the style. At the time, I thought I knew a lot of things, and obviously, I didn't. And <laughs> and once we started working with Amitoj, then then a lot of things came out. I could see myself getting so much better, and then I think that was the next step up for me in terms of being an athlete. Because Surumata, like we talked about, it was hardcore shit only. Yes, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Hardcore lifting, you know, so many sets, so many you know movements all sorts of things we yeah. would do a lot of uh, main lifts and we would do a lot of accessory movements as well yeah <clears throat> after i uh, met him and then we would do programming and all those things and it felt really strange yeah? like what's going on like it's so much more sort of thing but then it then <laughs> then it really Adds up, right? So get this style of training, say. Eh? Oh, it does. It does. Yeah. It so does. like you're constantly doing the same thing and same thing and same thing and same thing, and it uh, over time it adds up a lot. Adds up. I mean, that is the way to go. This is pretty much you know when I sort of started off. So that is why you need to have a lot of power, patience in this game as yeah. well. Yeah. I started off. I would just want to come in there. You know, if it was a deadlift day, just go heavy, heavy, heavy. You know. Um, until you break something, well, luckily nothing broke, but you just get getting stronger. But then, you know, I would have these uh, very technical people or do it in this programming way, this programming way. It's so boring, man. It's so boring lifting lightweight. How can I come to the gym and lift lightweight, you know? I yeah. need to go heavy, otherwise I won't be able to have a good night's sleep. Sort yeah. Of but, um, yeah, like you said, that is the way to go. If you want to get into a professional competing level i mean you know you need to have all your patience you need to yeah. uh, have the devil inside you to hold fire slow down a bit we'll get yeah. there eventually yeah eventually even further but i think uh, at some time say like the old school hardcore stuff it, it it i think it should be a switch that you can turn on uh, sometimes because sometimes you yeah, have to go rule. off program and just go crazy sometimes right <laughs> yeah. but then but then mind you you know uh, I mean, I would, I would do recommend that, but I wouldn't recommend that for everyone. <clears throat> yeah. I yeah. would most definitely not recommend it for a newbie. Because yeah. you come in, you want to lift your, you know, your max, say you break something and that's it. You're done for life. Yeah. So unless until you've done it for a period of long, longer period of time, you know, all your, uh, what do you call body parts or, you know, all your, you've got strength, muscle in, in sort of all your body parts sort of, I think that is where you get do these sort of experiments, experiments or these things. Otherwise, yeah. you know, if you just weaken the legs or upper body or back or arms, you know, you start lifting heavy and you're, you're bound to break something. Injure, injure yourself. Yeah. So that is no good. So, you know, you just need to make sure that you've had that bit of, I would say, if you're dedicated probably seven, eight months of good uh, form with all your strengths, you know, you've learned everything. How to do yeah. then you can, you know, do all sorts of three things. Um, and then again, you know, 
it breaks, it breaks. There's not much you can do about it. <laughs> so talking about all these things, Tapaile, uh, you help uh, not only me, but I think other uh, people to get into powerlifting and then you've taught them uh, technique and, you know, uh, get the correct mindset to lift more. And I think uh, one I remember is Funsok, obviously. Yes. So so yes. you helped uh, Funsok to get into powerlifting as well and then Funsok when he has like a crazy crazy mindset. I'm 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 not sure if you've worked out with him like how we did it uh, before but uh, Funsok also started uh, training with you initially, right? Yes, yes. That's correct. I mean I basically, you know, when I would be at the gyms I would get approached by, you know, uh, by well on one instance I got approached by him hey, you live this sort of a heavy, you know, how do you get into it? So, I mean, everyone is curious. At the end of the day, when you're in the gym, mm -hmm. well, you want to get fit, but then you're in the gym, when you see the weights, what does it mean? What does it mean? It basically means that you want to lift heavier, right? Yeah. So you, of course, you want to get stronger and fitter, those things, but you want to lift heavier. And then, you know, when you see someone lifting heavy, you want to ask them, hey, how long? The first question people ask is, how long have you been doing it for? You know, and then uh, how do you get there? You know, what is the base things to do? Look on all those things. So Funso uh, being, you know, he was very curious about it as well. So that is where he got and asked me a few things. And I helped him, you know, do this, do that sort of thing. Um, I would, uh, wherever I go, uh, wherever I would go to any gym, people would ask me questions. And I'm more than happy to, you know, answer. Uh, be good, you know, if uh, they become stronger, uh, after some time, it's sort of, you know, gets me on a better side as well. Okay, well, uh, I did what I could. And just because of that, it's helped them a little, not too much, but a little. So just suggesting some someone or being friendly doesn't hurt. Yeah. So Funsok, when he, uh, he eventually uh, went on to become a champion, uh, yes. U U83. So, yeah, Funsok, when he has like a crazy mindset, like... Yeah, I can see that on his Instagram stories, you know. <laughs> yeah, like crazy know. shit. He's, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna fight it till <laughs> something breaks. <laughs> I know, well, that is, that is where I'm scared and what, well, he's probably broken something at one stage. <laughs> yeah. But then, mind you, you know, this sport is, you do get a lot of injuries. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you're careful, well and good, but then, you know, there are times when... Just like that one little split second or that one little mistake, which, you know, puts you in for good. There's not much you can do about it, right? If it happens, it happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Teta, so this is uh, everything uh, in the past. But uh, how, how how have things been uh, at the present? Are you still training? Like you go into... Yeah, I'm still training, still training, hardcore. Nothing has changed. The only difference is I've cut down on my weight. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just because uh, I felt the need to, you know, uh, lose out, uh, shred out a little, little pounds, you know. Uh, and uh, muscle-wise, I do not see huge difference. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the major difference is my arms used to be, I think, nineteen point five, and now <laughs> they are eighteen point seven five, or just around nineteen. Oh so shit! Not a huge difference, but still, still in there, putting in the hard yards, you know. Uh, making sure, you know, the strength is there, still squatting, deadlift, pinch press, everything that there is. Yeah. I mean, you see, you cannot be so much stuck with your numbers all your life. Oh, yeah, you that's cannot true. be so much stuck with your uh, bicep size or your chest size all your life. But what you should really be focusing on is, I've got to go in there, I've got to lift 
you know, irrespective of anything. This is, it's it's not a passion or thing. This is just something which I do. Mm-hmm. And you just got to go in there and have fun with, you know, your training. And everything comes along, you know, you get your size, yeah. you get your strength. So. Yeah. But if you think, you know, or oh, now I was this size, now it's decreased, my strength has decreased. You feel demotivated, that is just useless. You're well, that is wrong, not useless, but that's wrong. But you, mm-hmm. which basically means that you're not, you don't have a gym mindset. You initially don't have a mindset of being there. You know, you're just in there for different passions, yeah. not the right reasons. Yeah. Oh, this is this is also very very true. I think, and it goes on uh, to do with everything in life, right? Oh or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You put your heart and soul into everything you do, and yeah. you just make it happen. You just make it happen. You know. It's yeah. Not, half-heartedness sort of a thing behind you know yeah i i, I remember i remember this uh one time we went to a gym uh sushant pradhanko gym uh, and then uh, our goal was to add one inch to our arms <laughs> that very day yeah i don't I, I think i was probably like what 15 or 16 at the time like arm size <laughs> and then you were yeah, already yeah, yeah, at 19 yeah. or something and then we would you would want to get to 20 and then <laughs> i would yeah, probably want to yeah. get to 16 or something and then we yeah, did that right <laughs> we would we would lift really heavy on arms as well you know bicep curls as like 40 kgs 40 kgs max dumbbell <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh do some dips and then you know the what do you say hammer curl hold matreke yesterday hold matre karne wala Yes, hold it for quite some time, you know. Yeah. Uh, what, do we, what do we call those ISO isometrics or ISO holds, you know? Yeah. Those sort of things. <laughs> so we've pretty much tried all the techniques, all the ways, you know, how we can get stronger and, you know, bigger as well. As Just time. push uh, mentally. Uh, like people who are listening to this must be thinking like, what the hell are these guys talking about? This <laughs> like it all. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was crazy. It was crazy times. Uh, to talk about... Yeah, it was crazy times. Yeah, crazy times. And uh, like, uh, I, I don't think anybody uh, trains that way or even uh, does close. Because I see some guys in Barbell Nepal doing some crazy shit. But, and then I don't judge them like because they're not doing what half the crazy shit that we've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we, I mean, I was pretty much used to it from uh, New Zealand. I mean, I had used to have a couple of buddies, you know. Yeah. Um, in the gym, we would start training... We start our training at, uh, I think, uh, 10 p.m. at night. Yeah. Uh, no, 9, 9 p.m., around 9 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. We would train up to, you know, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, if we get very hungry, we might just go to a McDonald's drive through grab ourselves a burger, then start, come back and, you know, start lifting again. So, <laughs> I was pretty much used to it. I mean, it was just very passionate, you know. I, I uh, never had work where I had to, you know, work less than, uh, say, 10 to 11 hours. So, you know, I would do my, finish my work schedule, put in 11 hours, come home, spend, do have some uh, family time, you know, have a little meal, go to the gym, you know, train for these many hours, come back, well, sh- less sleep, which is not good. I don't recommend it, but I was okay with it. You know, my body got used to it. Uh, so, and yeah, that is how it was. Yeah. You know, only like people, I think now people uh, associate you more with uh, J89 than with fitness, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be- because that. for me, like, I, Malaita, I know everything that you're doing because, like, what, like I see it on social media and we're uh, meeting up and all those things. But Malaita, Jack Dai, when you see the old wala powerlifter, the old school <laughs> hardcore powerlifting, nay, on the camera, the manga. But uh, let's talk yeah. a little bit uh, about uh, ev- other things that you do, more more of the other things that you do. Uh, so, yeah, where, where, where should we start? J89, like, how. Ha- were you always into the field or like how did it start and then yeah i mean i see during my work stints i did uh, tons of uh, different lines of work you know i started off my career with being a, a cadet at a new zealand army and then you know worked into different professions you know i yeah. even learned cooking i started my own restaurant then i got into logistics when oh, yeah. i was in trucking and different sort of things and then during my you know work sort of a career one of the things was um, i uh, had contracted my vehicles or my logistical operations to uh, beauties uh, which would produce beer you know and i would see the amount of alcohol which used to go out of the of the beauties and we would be short of trucks to provide them enough you know sort of uh, logistical help mm-hmm. and uh, that is where i ventured out into you know learning more about alcohol so i did a little course and alcohol technology learned blending how to make you know how to do things and then uh, that is when i moved back to nepal uh, which mm-hmm. has been, i think probably what five years back i would say and then you know started off uh, something of my own uh, got me a license made a building factory and then you know got into uh, making alcohol pull, pulled out some brands so j19 the first one so we have pretty much, you know, the fourth one is getting launched this week. So uh, made making a portfolio of brands and mainly focus, uh, focusing into premium brands because uh, you see alcohol uh, is, is, can be a good thing, can be a bad thing as well. So uh, morally as well, you don't want to provide something to people which would damage their health sort of a thing. So yeah. that is why I believe in making alcohol, which is, you know, just high quality premium, which you can have fun with enjoy and you know not not feeling harmful effects of yeah so malaja like i have no like because i don't drink and i know i know i've tried a lot of time I've <laughs> yeah and then like uh die you have like so many like you're you you know ins and out so well like i i i can see it i i i don't i don't understand it but i can see the amount of passion you have and then you're uh, making us uh, smell and then this one's different this one should uh, smell <laughs> sort of like this and this one yeah. is like i don't know a very expensive one and then this one should smell a certain way and i'm like oh maybe i can tell but i i'm not i'm not too sure <laughs> yeah you just you just pretending to tell yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah sort of any uh, i still uh, i remembered like j89 on the uh, like suruma we had come to pirkanj as well for your launch That's correct, yeah. <laughs> it was quite an experience oh <laughs> uh, yeah a lot of experience over there <laughs> oh shit uh Dai, uh, do you have anything uh, to talk about or want to add on towards the end of the podcast? Uh, well, nothing in general as such. But then, you know, if it is all about, since we are talking more about sports, but yeah, I mean, uh, sports is definitely something which uh, which states, you know, how you do in life as well. It, it mm-hmm. does have a strong effect to your, I would say, personal life, about your business life, work life, anything, you know, it's, it's that 
mentality of you know just keep trying sort of a thing at the end of the day most of the things do happen but you just got to be very mentally strong for it you know yeah uh, the word which they normally use is not giving up yes uh, it's probably a little overused as well but then you don't even have to think about the word as such it's not about giving up it's about you just keep going you just keep going you know don't think about giving up or not but just keep going no matter what you know the times are sort of a thing and uh, you get there you get there even if you don't get there at least you know you've tried your best sort of a thing so never never you know feel shy of giving in your 100% and uh, number 2 is uh, heart and soul to whatever you do you either don't take up anything but if you taken up any task sort of a thing you know you start it and you finish it um and and make sure you know it is well executed and well done sort of a thing just Yeah. Your heart I I I remember this one thing you said I let kura garda garda I'm remembering so many things uh you said uh, at one point like I don't know what sort of a conversation we were having but then you said uh, something around the lines of think of it think of yourself as you are the best at what you're doing sort of a thing right so if you uh, aren't doing something great let's say you're a dishwasher or something and yeah, then you would I, I be like yeah and then you would say like if you believe that you are the best dishwasher that there is and there isn't anybody who can do this number of dishes per minute then then you are so motivated to do it or like you feel like you you're actually doing it sort of a thing do you remember this exactly i mean you which does make sense i mean yes money is very important the most important thing but then you know Uh, you there is somewhere along the line where you sort of judge yourself who you are you know you're not just a person who's just got to bring in all the money and make all the money you just you've got to feel proud about what you're doing you know i put my hand to it your name is on to it i've got to do everything to make this thing happen you know whatever job is given to you like i just said your dishwasher or we can say you know you are someone who's responsible for you know driving a vehicle you've got to be the best driver around no one else mm-hmm. can I mean, you're not going to say to yourself you're the best, as in pride-wise, but you've got to be very humble and say, "I've got to do it in the best possible way," so that no one can say that you know I wasn't all that good, sort of a thing. So you've got to be, you've got to hold pride in whatever you take up, you do, sort of a thing. You know that is that is a core, which probably is not so easy on you on a personal level, because you know you just don't know where to stop, stop, stop. But you know yeah. you just. Yeah, need to hold yeah. that. And Jack, they're one of the hardest. I think the hardest working person I've seen. <laughs> you're <laughs> sleeping for two hours, and then you're in Delhi, and then you're uh, another five minutes by <laughs> another day. You're already driving to Birgaon or something, and then yeah, yeah, <laughs> tomorrow yeah. morning for a meeting in Kathmandu, something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is what I enjoy doing as well. I don't see it as work, work, or someone is uh, pushing me for it, or I have to be pushed into it. I just feel that it is. is something which i'm born to do or meant to do and just take it as that but if you think you know you know you need a little bit of a motivation or you need a real reason behind it then it'd be very difficult to do you know yeah. it's just one of those things but are there like times when you're like oh, is getting too much sort of a thing or it never happens to you like burnt uh, out burnt yeah. out sort of a feeling like you just want to take a holiday because i've never seen you really like maybe no, you do but you it's to be honest it's pretty much opposite for me you know you send yeah. me on a holiday and i'll come <laughs> back after two days i'll tell the i'll tell the person who whoever is arranging my holiday 
hey, you keep all my money, you just let me go back to work. <laughs> yeah, so, so holidays are actually a very difficult thing. What do you do? How much leisure do you look at? You know, what, what else do you see? I think it's your daily routine or daily things, things which you, I mean, for me, yeah, I'm not just saying, you know, everyone's got to be this, this, this. Uh, but for me, this is just working, doing things is what sort of, you know, keeps me going. And I, I love doing it. I like doing it. You know? Yeah. I would have uh, thought of anything different. Yes. Uh, but like you mentioned, you know, there are, when you do get a little tired, uh, this and that, um, you still don't take a break. You just have a good night's sleep. Instead of two hours, you sleep six hours. <laughs> and then you're ready for another day. Another day, you know, more challenges, more things, you know, more decisions, more activities. And that's the fun of it. Yeah, of it. crazy. And like with fitness, business, and also uh, family, I, I, I met Nihal. Nihal, right? Yeah, yeah, Nihal. He's a big boy. He plays rugby now. Yeah, yeah. How, how how's how's everything with him and Yeah, the... he's good. He's uh for he's almost 11 now. Mm-hmm. Um good boy, very good boy. He does uh uh his he's got a YouTube channel with gaming. Yeah. 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 He, oh, yeah. He is still making videos. Yeah, so he did the first one. He sort of got demotivated with that. and he took a break for 6 7 months and now he's back into action so he plays oh. games like minecraft which i've learned as well so he makes all those videos and then um, he plays rugby he goes to his school you know uh, he's coming off the age when he's not very far from the teenager sort of a thing and uh, those are hard times man they're together yeah. you know it's oh. all about this that priorities things you know but Which is fun. I mean, I so you you got an editor for him, right, to make his gaming videos. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> when, when he was in uh, when he was in Nepal, I pretty much set up an entire studio, like a, a green background. You know, the the proper photographer people, videographers, editors, all professionally done sort of a thing. So which is quite good, you know. So I mean. in the screen you would see him in the corner giving all the narration and the video game would just happen on the screen so <laughs> but now he does it by himself or oh he's got all that technology he's got was that camera called which goes on action action thing action camera uh-huh yeah. and various different tools so he knows how to do it now so oh yeah i i i think i when you had invited me for his i, I don't know 7th 8th or 9th birthday or something Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Time, yeah. Time passes really. Time really. passes. Sure. I know. I know. Yeah, we've I, I just hope he gets into powerlifting, you know, as well. <laughs> he, he likes to be strong. He likes to yeah. be strong. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably not the right time, you know. Just yeah. when you're out in open Too young, right? Too young right now. Yeah. I mean, sports like rugby and soccer is basically what they should be playing at this yeah, stage. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little later on they would decide for themselves what they want to take up. There's mm. no hard and fast sort of a rule. There's no hard and fast sort of a rule that everyone's become got to become strong or powerful. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. You have to do whatever you feel like as long yeah. as you Yeah. Just do the right things. Just, just do, do more the- just do more right things than wrong, right? <laughs> we'll try to try. Yeah. For a while there You know, you you try to think you're doing the right thing, but you know it could end Some, up in a yeah, exactly. You can't help it either. You know, you just gotta yeah. go and do it. 
it was such an amazing time jagdai uh, we yeah, talked about we talked about old times and a little bit but uh, yeah dai thank you so much for being on it's a, a pleasure to have you take out your valuable time for us and uh, share your thoughts experience i had a blast uh, like just talking about stars and uh, recreating old memories as well yeah yeah and i had a really good time as well talking to you you know all those events which you still remember it's probably you know very old uh, starting from you know when we first met at farm and yeah. maybe the conversations before that yeah the event itself was you know quite eventful i would say you know yeah it's it's uh, it's, it's been a, yeah it's been a really long time ne because we met around 2015 2015 yes and then it's 7 right. seven, 7 years already yeah so yeah it's, that is it's, been, it's, it's right? been a long time <laughs> Yeah, that is how it's going to be in the future as well you know and nothing changes nothing changed you know it just got to keep carrying on one after the other yeah and then it's always a, and and what really does give me pleasure is to see you grow so much you know unbelievably you know 200% so yeah. looking at day one till now so you've done yeah. you know really amazing yeah. in life one thing which uh, which I really liked about you, which you do not get to see every day, is that you had your mind over matter sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. You, you knew who you were, you knew what you wanted to do at such a young age, you know. Yeah. At a younger age, people would experiment or this or that. But you know, you know, you already had this mindset sort of a thing. Uh, even though I put you through a lot of hardship, you know, <laughs> with all the training, yeah. but you never gave up, you know. Yeah. You were there. you were the last man standing till the end yeah i never <laughs> I mean, because i've trained so many guys you know trained yeah. a lot of people and a lot of people would give up give up yeah they would say oh, i'm not training with jag again or i'm giving <laughs> up sport you know it's a horrible sport you know yeah. and a lot of people are too worried about injuries this and that yeah. but you went an extra mile like a soldier you know you just yeah hold the fort sort of a thing so that is amazing and and the best thing is that you know you've done so well in life so yeah now very well done congrats for that thank you dai thank you so much ah <laughs> uh, yeah uh, i'll cut the podcast here uh, okay yeah all right